Welcome to the RedX Real Estate Podcast. Here, you'll discover how to create stability and opportunity for your business with tips, tricks, habits, and hacks from top performing agents. If you'd like to receive notifications for new episodes, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you like to listen. And for even more updates on eBooks, webinar trainings, and other useful real estate content, head over to theredx.com slash blog and click on any blog post to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Thanks for listening. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Red X podcast. We're glad that you're here and that you're listening, that you're viewing. We've got a great show today. As always, we like to go out and find the experts out there and bring them to you to help you grow your sustainable real estate business. And with us today, I have Michael Lafito. He is a founder of Lux. He specializes in luxury real estate. Michael, say hi to everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Thanks. And everyone that's joining us, uh, if you want to just throw in the comments uh, where you're from, where you're joining us from, and uh, and just a reminder that this is a participatory event. So if you have questions for Michael, uh, we, we'll try to get to him during the show. If not, we can get back to you after the fact. But let us know, put them down in the comments, and we'll get to those as we go along. Also, so that you always can uh, tune in, make sure that you uh that you sign up to get all the podcast updates at theredx.com slash podcast. So you always know about our upcoming guests and join us every Thursday at 1.30. Uh, but my, Michael, I want to just turn a minute over to you. Uh, a lot of people already know about you and uh, and Lux and uh, your luxury realty, but uh, if you'll introduce yourself a little bit uh, and uh, and then we'll, then we'll jump into some of the discussion. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for the opportunity, Robert. Uh, my name is Michael Lafito. I'm a top luxury agent based in the Chicagoland market, but I'm also the author of the book, Luxury Listing Specialist, and I'm the founder of the Lux designation. So we help agents, whether they be individual agents on a team, whether they be with a franchise or independent, we help agents and teams and brokerages increase their average sale price by adding more high-end and luxury homes to their portfolio, whether they represent the buy side or the sale side. And everybody listening now just like got really quiet because I and you know this because people come and ask you these questions all the time. But agents, that's what they want. They want to increase their average sale price. And so you said that and they all thought, how do I do this? And I'm sure that's the number one question you get is, hey, I've been in real estate or I'm just starting in real estate. How do I become a luxury agent? Now, that's a super broad question. So you can start where you want to. But I, I think that's what is on everyone's mind when they hear. What yeah, I mean, it's a great question. I mean, I, I teach agents to work smarter, not harder. Right. So unless you're a flat fee uh, brokerage model or you're an agent that's an employee at a brokerage, you know, we are in a commission based industry. We're independent contractors. So, you know, I think the fastest way for an agent to make more money over the next year than they did last year to have their best year ever is to increase their average sale price. And. Uh, there's a lot of ways to do that. Uh, but let me first by saying uh, luxury is all relative to the given market. I was doing a training for a guy named Matt Fagioli. He ran these national conferences called Explode. And I was doing a training in Kokomo, Indiana. And at the time, the average sale price in uh, October 2019, right before the pandemic, was $80,000. And I had an agent approach me at the break and said, I'm so happy I attended your training, you're, you're the reason I came today, but I was hesitant because we don't have million dollar plus properties. And my topic was kind of like it is today, right? How to, how to break into those upper price points, how to increase your average sale price. So uh, 
I want to start out with that definition because I believe in most markets, Robert, that there's four primary price points in most markets. Uh, the, I call them buckets. There's four primary buckets. You got the entry level or starter bucket, and every market usually has that. Then bucket number two is where you normally start, and that's the average price point. Every market's got an average price point. I use average versus median because most human beings, let alone real estate agents, are terrible at math, but they can easily find out the average sale price through their MLS, through a title company, something along those lines. So the second bucket is the average price point, and you need that to figure out bucket three, four. Bucket number three is what we call a high-end home, a high-end home or condo. These There's four price points in the condo market, in the townhouse market. Because uh, those price points are different than the single family market. But the third bucket is what we call a high end bucket or high end homes. We define the high end property as three, uh, excuse me, two times that average sale price. So let's just say the average sale price in Kokomo, Indiana, for this example, is $80,000. A high end property in Kokomo at the time would have been 80 times two or around the 160 mark. And then the fourth bucket is what we call luxury. And we define a luxury home or a luxury condo townhouse as a property that is three times that average sale price for that given market. So Kokomo, Indiana, 80 times three or around 240. Now, that's 80% of markets, 90% of markets have those four buckets. Now, you might say, well, Mike, what about a foreclosure or a short sale? They fall into those buckets. The only bucket that I didn't mention uh, it would be rentals. You know, rentals is a whole different animal. But if you're talking about what are the primary price points in most markets, those are the four. You got entry level or starter. You got average bucket number two. The third bucket is a high end property, which is two times the average sale price for that market. And then you have luxury, which is three times. She approached me and said, I'm glad you didn't say million dollars and above because a lot of brokerages define luxury as a million dollars. And we don't have that in Kokomo, Indiana. Now, Robert, we do talk about a fifth bucket that is a, that's in some markets, like the major cities, and that's what we call ultra luxury. Ultra luxury is what we would call 10 times the average sale price. So in Kokomo, Indiana, 80 times 10, so 800 grand and above, but that's not in all markets. So there's yeah. four primary price points. So the way that an agent can work smarter, not harder, is they can diversify their portfolio. Just like if you were to win the mega lottery, Robert, your financial advisor would tell you to diversify, have some long-term investments, some short-term, have some low risk and some high risk. Well, most real estate agents, if you look back, we're almost at the halfway mark of 2022 at the filming of this. And so if you look back at June of 2021 to June of 2022, over that course of a year, if you look at how many homes you sold, chances are 90% of those would fall into those four buckets. And many agents are in the starter and the average. And so I challenge agents to add more properties to their high end and their luxury buckets, if you will, diversify your portfolio on those upper price points. And we can talk a little bit about some of the ways they can do that. But I wanted to cover some of that basic yeah. knowledge. Yeah. Well, and that's super important because I think not just brokerages defining it as a million and above, but I think just when you say luxury homes, luxury real estate, everyone's mind jumps to that mansion with the pool in the backyard and, uh, and, and yeah, these seven figure homes and they, and, and so to start out with a definition of, hey, here's what I mean is you can take your business to the next level by just going up one level, by just getting, by diversifying and just finding 
a home or two in a level above where you are right now. So that's yeah. a super important definition. And uh, so I'm glad that's where we started. And so now the question is exactly what you're leading, which is, okay, now that we've defined it, that everybody can diversify their portfolio by saying, hey, this is where I'm at. This is where my averages have been. And I can diversify by going into the other uh, the other buckets, the other categories. Now the question is, okay, well, how do I do that? If I've been stuck in this bucket, what do I do to, to diversify? Yeah, so we'll talk about that next. But before we do that, uh, can you share my screen real quick? And I understand a lot of the people are listening and not watching, so you're not going to miss out if you're not seeing the slides. But a couple of things that I want to share with you is, uh, is it doesn't take a rocket scientist Robert, to figure out the benefits of selling high-end homes, right? And, and you know, from higher commission checks to more profitable to a better ROI. Most people know ROI is return on investment, but it's also a return on impression. In other words, Robert, if some of your guests list a, an entry-level home and they post it on social media, they'll get some interaction. But if they they list a trophy property for their given market, they'll get a lot more likes and comments. So you get a better return on your impression in those upper price points. And I do believe the fastest way for your listeners to get instant credibility from their database and their sphere and people that know them, like them and trust them is by listing those high end and those luxury properties. You notice I said list, again, list to live. We love working with high end and luxury buyers, but listings are the name of the game. Florida International has done studies on this and agents that focus on listings only make a whopping 81% more than the next category. So I work with luxury buyers. This upcoming weekend, we're showing a buyer $14 million property. Now, he called on my $9.5 million property. So again, listings are like hooks. They're, they're like magnets. That's what gets the sign to, to uh, that's what get people to call off the sign and to call you and get the phone to ring. So before we talk about some ways that agents can attract more upper price points, uh, opportunities. I first want to cover, Robert, the misconceptions, because whether you think you can or can't, you're right, right? Be careful how you talk to yourself, because guess what? You are listening. And so there are a lot of misconceptions that agents listening have about selling high-end homes. Number one, they many agents believe they have to be a top producing agent or be licensed, you know, X amount of years before they can sell luxury homes. That's false. Number two, many agents think they personally need to be wealthy before they can sell in those gated community communities or those high-end properties or zip codes. That's false. Number three, they need they they believe they have to live in a nice home or a mansion to sell a mansion. False. Number four, they need to drive a Maserati or some exotic car. False. Or the, number five, you personally need to be with a certain office with a certain brand. That too is false. And if I were to throw a sixth one on there, which is, I think, the worst of them all, is you certainly can't be a luxury agent in your market because there's already blank number of luxury agents. Those are false, false, false. Stop telling yourself that because it's the furthest thing from the truth. So if we were in a live audience right now, I'd say, hey, everyone raise your hand who 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 espouses those limiting beliefs or one of them. And I'd have to raise my hand too. And I'd be like, oh yeah, there's some of those that that before talking to you, that that's exactly what I would think uh, you'd need to become a luxury agent. So yeah, I mean, I, one of my taglines, it's on, uh, on it's on my office wall. It's also on the back of my book called Luxury Listing Specialist. 
is prove them wrong, Robert. I love when someone says you can't do that or you can't this you're, you're with this brokerage. They won't sell that or or that you won't sell it for that price. I had I sold a home in Naperville, Illinois. It was the highest sale ever in Naperville, four point seven five million. Now, it took a while. It took me three <laughs> years to sell it. But I had a local agent when I listed it say it's never going to sell. This is not Hinsdale or the North Shore. It's not going to happen. That was in the back of my mind and my prove them wrong mentality, Robert. Once we got it closed in a nice, tactful way, I reached out to that agent and I said, hey, I'm not sure if you, you remember, Robert, you reached out and said that home would never sell. Well, good news. We just closed on it yesterday for 4.75. Again, it's just it's my it's what I love proving others wrong. So uh, but let's dive into uh, how some of your audience can break into luxury on a zero dollar budget. Let's start with that because some of the more advanced stuff we cover on our live stream, but I know we only have a half hour here. So I want to give something for everybody, whether they have a shoestring budget or a zero dollar budget, or they have some money to invest. How does that sound? That That's exactly where we want to go. All right. Perfect. So, and yes, if you have any questions, type them in the comment sections. I'd be happy to answer them. So uh, Robert recently, uh, I released a, a vlog. I have an educational vlog series uh, where I produce these videos anywhere from three to five, six minutes, just simple little nuggets. And the most recent one I released was on leveraging OPP, leveraging other people's properties. I'm not talking OPP from Naughty by Nature in the 1990s, that, that rap song. I'm not talking that, but other people's properties. And so some of the ways that your listeners can leverage other people's properties is if I'm a REMAX agent and another REMAX agent in my market or outside of my market had a record sale with their permission, posting that and say, hey, Robert from our office just had an amazing sale, highest sale ever in, in Eugene, Oregon. And I might be based in Chicago, but again, by pointing out uh, another REMAX agent in Eugene, Oregon, people are going to realize that I'm not just a local agent, but I can refer buyers or sellers across the globe, because in this industry, we can, which is great. And we can get a referral fee. So one way you can do it is leverage other people's successes. Uh, maybe it's a just listed property and it's in the market. And if I were to call you and we were to role play a little bit, I know you guys do. Uh, you got the dialer, Mojo dialer and all, if we were to ring, ring. Uh, hi, uh, who is this? Hey, Robert, uh, Michael Lafito from the office. Uh, we've seen each other in passing at some of the holiday parties, but I saw you have this amazing listing at 123 Red X Way. Yeah, yep, I've, yep I'm, uh, I've already got that listed. I have a realtor. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, hey, Robert, I would love to uh, post about that listing, and, and I would fully disclose that you're the agent and put your website or if there's a single property website uh, and just say, hey, look at what my colleague over at uh, Red X Realty has listed and uh, any questions I would direct them towards you. But uh, I'm, I'm all about win-win. So it would help my readership realize that I, I'm in a successful office and I have rock star agents like yourself. So I'd love to post it and I'd love to tag you. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. I'd love the traffic. And if you think that helps you too, that sounds good to me. Perfect. So you notice I addressed the elephant in the room, Robert. I said, win-win, right? And I, I addressed the elephant in the room that I wasn't going to just post it and try to mislead like it was my listing. I was going to clearly tag you. Most human beings 
uh, don't read anyways, and they're scrolling up on Facebook and whatever, and they see this amazing post I have and this great listing, and they think it was mine and not yours, even though I disclosed it was yours. So that's one way you can leverage other people's properties is just listed or just sold. The other way you can leverage other people's properties is open houses. So if we were to role play again, and you have that amazing listing, the thing that I have to think about before I call you, Robert, is what keeps you awake at night. If you are a listing agent and you have a listing that's been on the market for a long time, what keeps you awake at night, Robert? That that listing is going to expire. Yeah, it might not sell or the seller is going to call me on a Friday for their weekly report and say, what are you doing to get my home sold? Yeah. What are you doing? Why isn't it sold? The house across the street sold. The house, you know, right? This is what your listenership is going through if you have a stale listing, right? And so I address those on the phone call in a way that doesn't sound uh, doesn't sound threatening to you or I'm not planting those seeds because I already know. So if we were to role play ring, ring. Uh, hello. Hey, Robert, Michael Lafito from the office. How are you? Hey, Michael. Uh, yeah, going good. Just working out here. Are you? Yeah. Hey, I saw you had that listing over at one, two, three red X way. And it looks like it's been on for a long time. And so I'm not sure, you know, what the traffic situation is, or if the sellers are on you about doing something different, or if your listings uh, is expiring anytime soon and you need to extend it. But I am looking to host an open house this weekend I thought I'd give you a call before I called Sally from the office. She's got a cool listing too, but I, I wanted to give you a first crack and I'm all about win-wins, Robert. And so maybe we can check, you can check off a couple boxes of getting the seller off you and I can help get some exposure. I would do some live streams, some marketing to try to get traffic there. And even if we don't get much activity, Robert, these third-party websites like realtor.com, when we host an open house or when you do, it will push it above the fold and you'll get more clicks and views versus the competition that is similarly priced for the week you're doing an open house. Yeah, I'd, I'd love it. I need I need help with uh, need help getting that house sold before it expires. Awesome. I'd love to help you out. I let's do it. Love to, so I'd lo love to help. See what I did? I, I put on a silver platter for you. Win win. Do you notice what I I also did? I said I thought I'd give you a call before I call. Yeah, like that. Sally from the office. So you're like, oh shoot, I don't want you to call Sally. I, I'm gonna give it to you. Now, yeah. now. Uh, in full disclosure, on my Luxury Fridays, which I host every Friday, you guys can go to LuxuryFridays.com. It's a free live stream where you can ask me anything and I bring on guests. But Robert, on last week's Luxury Fridays, I had a guest come on and I brought her on camera just like you're doing to me. And she has an agent in her market that she's going to be hosting an open house for. But that agent asked her if she'd be giving up, a, if she'd be willing to give up a referral fee if she brought if she got any business from hosting the open house. And she said, what do you, I do? I said, a hundred percent of nothing is nothing. So 75% of something is something. So that agent now, when she makes that roll call, she says, Hey, Robert, guess what too? I'll give you a referral fee on any buyers that come through that don't buy that listing, but buy something else. So you can make money off the open house. That I, I love that idea. And I love the idea of the OPP and how easy it can be. Uh, and we have some people because they like the role play we just did. Wondering if you have scripts for, uh, uh, on this, or maybe at your website, you've got some some bullet points to help them out. Where where, where can people go to to know? Yeah, more they can. We have tons of free resources. You can go to luxurylistingspecialist.com, luxurylistingspecialist.com, 
or uh, even on Luxury Fridays, we have some bullet points, but luxurylistingspecials.com is where you can hear our, our, our vlog, you can watch our vlog or our blog, or we have some great free resources there. We, we don't have the, the scripts all dialed up like the uh, Mike Ferries of the world, but uh, <laughs> we did some role playing there and we do a lot on our podcast where we do a lot of role playing like that. But that that's good. So they but they can go to your website and get those resources and, and watch the vlogs and or join you on every luxury Friday. Look, yeah, go to luxuryfridays.com. The there top link will always be the most updated link. So we normally are at noon Eastern, 11 Central, but this week I have a golf outing. And so we bumped it up earlier on Friday. Time to time we'll do it a different day of the week, but most of the time it's on Fridays. Most of the time we bring on guests and we always have some topics we cover, and then we have a dedicated time for what they call AMA, Ask Me Anything, so the listeners can ask me anything, all things luxury related. That's awesome. All right, so you, you already gave us a, a few tips. You know, I'm strapped for a budget or don't have a budget to break into the luxury market, and I can use other people's properties. I can either list them on my social media or show them on my social media or provide an open house for them to help them get it sold. And now all of a sudden I've, I, I at least am associated with people in a different market than me. That, that, that's their first strategy. Yeah. And, and the other thing I might suggest, uh, as I mentioned, most human beings don't read, but <laughs> they're on their social media, right? And they're just flipping through, they're flipping through. I would go to other agents, broker open houses, they call them caravans or broker opens. And so Robert, in some markets, they're, they're more prevalent than others, but, uh, there was a my 63rd podcast. We just released, I think, our 196th podcast. You can go to luxurylistingpodcast.com. But I'm hopefully going to get uh, a big time million dollar you know, agent on our 200th episode. But on our 63rd episode, I had a guy out of Miami, Amit Buta. He's with Compass. His Twitter handles the Indian Realtor and Amit Buta. Uh, he broke into luxury by doing that every week for literally half a year. He went to other people's broker opens and he would have car will travel. He would drive a half hour to a broker open or 40 minutes. He would get the, buy, uh, the listing agent's permission ahead of time to shoot live streams and tag Robert, make it win-win. He would get some dinosaur agents that don't get it and they'd say no. He'd go on to the next and say till someone said yes. And weekly, he would do broker open. He would attend broker opens and live stream. And guess what? His database would see all along. Man, every week, Robert, man, I see you at all these amazing homes. You're crushing it, man. And you're not selling anything, but you're building your database and you know your return on impression. And then you gain your college, your knowledge. I believe when an agent grows their knowledge, their confidence will grow. When they're more confident, Robert, they'll script, they'll, they'll make those cold calls, they'll do some prospecting. They'll do some lead gen. And, um, you know, Red X, I'm on this because I'm a believer in Red X. Those that are listening, I broke into luxury by using Red X data. Now, I didn't, I wasn't a big mojo guy. I wasn't a big dialer, but I did direct mail. So when Keller Williams finished a bold class and it'd be 60 calls before noon the next day for a cancel and expired, that, that home might get five quality mailers in the next week. And most of those mailers would stop after the second. So I would send three or four or five and I would differentiate with, because what's the sale worth to you? 
And what would you cheerfully invest to get a new listing? I remember getting a $5 million listing because I sent them a silver platter in the mail. The headline is offering you a higher selling price and expedited sale on a silver platter. And they called me because I sent them a silver platter in the mail. That's just good marketing and, and smart. But but it but it is, I mean, like you said, so now that you if uh, you're a realtor trying to break in, and you go use other people's properties and you're going to these locations and you're getting to know the right people, then your confidence level goes up and your knowledge level. So you knew that that was a marketing tactic that could, that could help you land that sell and, or land that listing. And, but that knowledge probably came over time of being in the, in the right places where you could gain that knowledge and understand the market a little better. Well, yeah. So when you grow your knowledge, whether it be listening to podcasts, whether it be reading, whether it be investing in a coach, right? Coaching you know, shrinks time down, right? It helps you successful. A successful coach will help you get to where you want to be much quicker. And so I went, I have a property that I'm marketing, Architectural Digest named it the most beautiful home for sale in Illinois. It was the backdrop for the TV show Empire. It was, that's the power of social media. I went to high school with a girl named Jenny and it was Jenny's aunt, uncle, and Jenny saw some of the marketing, the creativeness that I was doing. We were the first to go to the Chicagoland market with lifestyle films. I've shot videos from helicopters. I rented a helicopter oh for 900 God. bucks <laughs> from planes, trains, and automobiles. I kid you not. Uh, and, and so where I'm going with it is she saw this marketing and it got her attention. It was memorable. So she told her aunt and uncle about me and they called me. But on that appointment, they said, how many homes have you sold in Barrington Hills? At the time, I hadn't sold any. And and I also told them I'm by far going to be probably the most expensive agent you interview. But let me share with you how you're going to net more money. And I was that confident because I believed in our systems because they worked. I believe my philosophy is have car will travel. My systems work, whether I'm selling in Park City, Utah or in Chicagoland. That's how we believe in them because they've been proven to work on entry level, on high end, on luxury, on starter homes. Again, the brokerage you're with helps support you, but you should be your brand. Think like a marketer, not like a real estate agent. Oh, man, I, I like that a lot because uh, I'm a marketer. So now, now you're speaking my language. <laughs> but yeah, you're, no, you're I, a marketer and you can't be shy in this industry. You know, shy real estate agents have skinny kids, Robert. You can't be <laughs> shy in this industry. You got to be able to knock on doors, have conversations. I kid you not, the house I grew up in, my mom still lives there. My mom said, oh, I heard Gary's going to be selling. Guess what? I hadn't talked to Gary in, in a few years, but I handwritten note to Gary with my business card. Gary called me, he said, oh, I forgot you were in real estate. I got the listing, 429,000. We got it under contract for seven grand above asking price. That was a, that's going to be a $10,000 letter because I wasn't afraid to write a note to him as opposed to make the assumption. I haven't talked to him for years. He's not in my database. He probably already has a real estate agent. Love it. Well, we are, we're coming short on time, but I mean, all of this is amazing advice. I mean, the, the advice you just went over about marketing, opening your mouth, being bold, that is for every, every market, regardless of which bucket, which, what uh, level of home you're selling, that that's just good advice that agents need to hear. Um, but just, just going back to the beginning of, uh, you just gave us some great ideas for anyone with any marketing budget to invest some time and resources into breaking into uh, a different category of home that you're not currently selling 
and uh, and I, everyone can walk away from here with something that they can do. So that's great. But I wanted to give you, as we're coming to the close, just at the last minute to to share with us any anything that you wanted to sum up or or the piece of advice you didn't get to. That'd be really important. Yeah. Why not you? Why can't you be a top luxury agent in your market? You know, Roger Bannister was the first person to ever run the mile under four minutes. He broke the four the four minute mile barrier. Within two years, Robert, 37 other runners ran that mile under four minutes. Why? Because Robert did it. I got a 19 on my ACT. I was a gym teacher and a high school teach, uh, a gym coach and a health t- a teacher at, for 12 years. And now if somebody is selling, I sold Khalil Max house to the Chicago Bears. Um, if, if, if a top athlete or a top luxury listing is coming up, my name is in a this discussion. It doesn't help happen overnight, but success leaves clues. And we, I'd be happy to work with your audience any way I can. They can go to Luxury Fridays, reach out to me, and uh, we'll help you raise the bar and raise your average sale price. Uh, go to LuxuryFridays.com or go to Luxury Listing Specials. Our designation requires zero previous luxury sales, and it's a great differentiator. That is awesome and such a such an asset for anybody listening, anyone tuning in. Uh, so you can go to LuxuryFridays.com or Luxury Listings. Luxury Listing Specialist.com and uh, and and get those, uh, get those different assets to, uh, to diversify your portfolio. We are so glad that you joined us, Michael. We're glad for everyone that, that joined in the day that's listening live for those that are listening on wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Cause that's where you can find the red X podcast. And, uh, you can also see what our upcoming, uh, podcasts are. You can see, listen to past podcasts at the red slash podcast. So be happy to have you come and subscribe and, uh, know what's coming up and listen to past podcasts. Or if we didn't get to your question or you had questions that you weren't able to ask, you can continue the conversation at the Lead Gen Conversation on Facebook. Join our group and we'll keep, we can keep talking there. Michael, thank you again for being with us today. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. You guys have a great week and we'll see you next week at same time, same place. Everyone have a great weekend.